Thank you, baby. I love you. Love you, baby. Posted on the Moon Studio presents another ghetto and godly. What's good, y'all? I'm Auntie Mimi, the big shit talker. You already know. Who you? It's me, Prince Ali. <laughs> Were we presents? I'm sorry. I didn't know that was my, I didn't know my cue. Oh, I'm, okay. We didn't rehearse that. Oh, okay. How you doing, Prince? I'm good. I'm here. How are you? I'm great. It's been... <laughs> <laughs> my mama, my mama, she's around. Hey, mama, how you been? I've been cool. It's been so long. I, I feel like we've matured, you know. We came back to the mic. We did did our one two, you know what I'm saying? And then spent the block. I'll take it. And here we are, ghetto and godly. And me. <laughs> and Prince Ali, amorous. Me. Me. All right. Everything's going on, y'all. I'm listen. I know I only reported. I don't even want to talk about me because I reported last year because I'm really slacking on the motherfucking But you know, girl been going through some things. Life has been life, and I'm gonna close in my fucking shop. Well, I walked away from it. Okay, that's a long story. Don't ask. Um, started trucking school. Um, joined my husband as a truck driver. <sighs> Listen, them roles is treacherous. It's a different lifestyle out there. Let me tell you, like you can't. Like, what's the good to bad one? The good is it's a hustle. You know, it's a nice little hustle. If you do it right, you know, you can really make a nice little bag. The bad is that you're literally away from home. Like your your job is to be on the road, you know, traveling across the interstates. Um, the ugly for me, y'all, like you miss you you value the the little things like showering with no <laughs> shower shoes, you know, shitting on your own toilet. That's the only like not necessarily the only thing. First thing that comes to mind <laughs> when I think about the ugly, it has to be the hygienic part. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not the type of person that like I can't compromise my hygiene. Like this is crazy. Like I'm going to brush my teeth, daytime, <laughs> nighttime. Like I'm going to wash my ass. I'm going to take a shit, and then after I take a shit, I'm going to take a shower immediately. And you know, you. This is probably why, like, no shade to anyone who's a truck driver, whose uncle's a truck driver. They I, can, I can see why they stink, and I can see why they don't have no teeth. Cause, like, you just, you can. <laughs> not that I said it. You can't get caught up in. You know, the only thing that matters is this load. You don't matter. I don't like. I've been at work, like at regular work, regular mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. Where I'm not like by myself, like in an office with people, mm-hmm. and felt like I need to freshen my breath. Let me go buy a bottle of water mm-hmm. and handle my business really mm-hmm. quick. So I can't like I get the concept, but I just don't. I don't know if that's the reason. I think that's just who most people 
<laughs> it could be. It could because I, I think no Keith Larry would be in no Keith Larry regardless. You, you, are, you probably right. You probably right. You, you know, because I, I don't play that. Like I would crack open a bottle of water, burst my teeth in the truck over not near a truck stop. Oh, um, I haven't shit in a in a bucket yet. See, I don't think I can. I just, yeah, that would be the part where you might have to come get me from the hospital because <laughs> I was slaughtered. That's a little bit too deep in the trenches for me. Now. I, I I can't like. I don't think my body can shit in a non toilet. Now, mind you, I I have shit outside. <laughs> I, have, I don't think but my I was body a child. has a willingness gone anywhere that I wasn't able to get complete. Like I'm not one of those people who completely undress, mm. but I need to be able to let loose. Okay. And if I can't let loose. You have to take, like, your earrings off and, like, your chain off. No, 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 none of that. Like, my pants stay around my knees. Really? I don't know. You can't. You don't have to get naked. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Okay. But I need to be able to, like, whoopsaw while I'm there. Like, I'm not, like... Okay, so, question. (laughs) Are you able to, like... Because I've been around people where... I've been at festivals, and, like, a chick will go on a porta potty and take a shit and, like, come back to the party like nothing happened. Are you able to continue on with your day? Absolutely not. <laughs> you gotta reset, right? Yeah. And take a shower. Yeah, like it's not. I mean, if you call, if, for lack of a better term, yeah, reset. I just have to clean my ass. Sometimes you have to reset your day, like reset everything. It needs water. Yeah. Like the paper's not. The enough. wipes. The wipes aren't enough. Yeah, that's not enough. It yeah. needs some soap and water down there. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, it's been it's been a time. To say the least. <laughs> what have you been up to? Like, what's life for Prince Ali? Let the listeners know. It's been so long. It's been like two, two, two and a half years. Uh, I don't know. Probably been longer than that. Because it was pre-pandemic that we had our discussion. And we're in 2020, what, three? Learning the way that you do, mm. going through experiences mm. in life, mm. learning why our ancestors used to say to us, "If Keep it ain't one thing, it's no." No, yeah, that I guess too, but no, but if it ain't one thing, it's nothing. I hate that saying. I if there's a saying I hate, it's that one. And it's because I think I've heard it from, I just heard it today. Like, my sister just said it today to me. Um, I think I've heard it from people who kind of just, and I love y'all for real, but people who just kind of just let life happen. What do you, so let's. Can you break that down? Like, as opposed to what? Okay, so life is going to happen. Life is going to life. We're going to do this stuff, sizzle. But I feel like I've heard that from people who kind who just accepted the mediocrity of life. Like, without really trying to do anything, quote unquote, out of the ordinary, or without really like. Pushing like past obstacles. 
So to see, I get where you're going with that, mm-hmm. but my like I don't. That's not in my everyday vocabulary, mm-hmm. but I might pull that out of the bag every six to eight months. So I don't know. <laughs> um, but I don't think it's. Just yeah, I don't. I don't think it's necessarily that, that you're just laying me. down and 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 letting it happen to you. I think it's just acknowledging the fact that here's another ride. That was one thing. Here's mm-hmm. another. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No. I hear it. Sorry. No. Okay. And life is life is so it's so fucked up. Okay, life can be a it's a fucked up journey. It's not fucked up. It's unpredictable. Okay. For my lack of better words, it's unpredictable, but it's very much perspective. It's very much, um, well, shit, yeah, that happened. Like, okay, that's going to set me back, but, you know, all right, so now I got to pivot and, like, do this, that, and the third. Like, not just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I see, I am learning personally that I don't enjoy giving breath to not even breath just acknowledgement to every single obstacle or every single hit stop you know what I mean like I kind of have to stop myself from doing that so again it's just an acknowledgement yeah I see like yeah here go another thing I get it I get it well today's topic is about lessons on living life and relationships, but before we go into the meat and potatoes of the topic, we're gonna talk about some hot topics. Okay, we're gonna talk about a Riri's Super Bowl performance. That is the only reason why I watched the Super Bowl this year. That's the only reason why most people. There was more. Mm-hmm. There were more tuners for just the, the halftime mm-hmm. performance than the actual Super Bowl. Now, I've been seeing the Rihanna Fenty slander, um, saying how it was underwhelming. Well, look, I don't even want to get into it because we're not going to sit here. We're not gonna, we don't bash black women on this show. And we don't acknowledge that. That's the devil. Um, but there's been a lot of negative talk about her performance and how it was underwhelming. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I enjoyed it because I felt like Rihanna showed up as herself. She's not a dancer. She's not gonna give us. She's a twin. She's she's a she is a Caribbean. Okay, she's gonna she can wine twine. Dance ball queen. Okay, she has a nice wine, dirty wine, but she's not gonna sit here and give us Beyonce fighting for her life one two step or Sierra. The thing is, and she was pregnant. The thing is, considering all that, a one two step was the least she could have given. So you you were underwhelmed. I think everything was great except the fact that she didn't give us very many live vocals and she didn't give us tip tap pop. That's what we got. Like, if everything had been exactly how it was and she just put more effort into her dance moves, like even just doing the dance moves that the little marshmallows were doing. I love them. I love them. Mm-hmm. Love them. Mm-hmm. If she would have did the exact same steps they were she? doing. We don't know how pregnant this woman is. And she's hoisted in the air. Well, do you want to know why we don't like it or not? Yeah, I do. That's, like, I don't think anybody <laughs> was expecting her considering. Nobody knew she was pregnant until. She came out. Yeah, so nobody was expecting her to do a boom spin on her belly. Like, we just. I feel like you're right. 
And you know what's crazy? The slander came yeah. from black men. The women were like, yes, Fenty. And the men were like, I'm looking through the comments from the men like, oh, smooth. And white people. Because men are visual, way more visual. Oh, because she wasn't naked. I don't think that's the case. I think the same thing with Beyonce, even though a lot of times she is, but Beyonce doesn't have to be naked on stage. If she's she wears a leotard and kitten heels. Correct. Again, a lot of times she is close to naked. However, there are a lot of times as well that she's almost fully clothed. Do you think Beyonce wears big heels? Not at all. <sighs> and I accuse everybody. I accuse everybody. <laughs> I don't. I do not think so. Really? I don't. Now, her mother has been snatched and nipped and tucked. Beyonce, I don't, only because if you look at any picture, pick any picture from any age of Beyonce, and you see the exact same shape. The only difference is she's more filled out now. Twins? Two pregnant twins are twins. That we know of. And she does two and a half hour shows dancing to each and every step song. Now, as someone who has done my extensive research, yeah, on lipo and BBL, baby. I can 99.9% spot a BBL or a lipo. And you feel that she has? Stomach. Yes. And what are the... What a are good the, one, though. And what, what are the... What's the criteria that you're seeing? What criteria I, have you just... It's, it's the tightness of the belly with a little wave in it and like your belly button is a different because if you look at her pictures it's a different belly button than what you have it's like a little like on her what is it cuff it or maybe her renaissance album where she's sitting on that horse that is a lipo stomach baby that's a lipo stomach Not but it looks good now what I will buy is I will buy that she had a breast lift. But anything else, like no. Every I've done the I've done the research on Beyonce. Oh, okay. I've done it all. Okay. And back to Rihanna. Her and her beautiful family covered the British, um, the cover of British Vogue. And in the interview, she stated that she wants she wants to release an album this year. Are we getting the album in 2023 from Rihanna? Everybody knows we're not. <laughs> Everybody understands that. Here's the thing. Rihanna's passion is no longer music. Mm, it doesn't have to be. It does, regardless of if it has to be or not, she just doesn't care for it the way she cares for that makeup. Hold on, y'all. Not okay, we're good. All right, I got kind of scared, y'all, because I'm engineering too. Um, Dr. P is not here, he's on the road, and um, so I gotta wear multiple hats. So I just wanted to make sure we're still cooking with Reese. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, we're never gonna get another Rihanna album, but do you want it at this point? I don't really I don't care. want any anything that anybody just throws together just to say they did it for me. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be I've never been a super Rihanna fan anyway, but I like her as a person. 
we'll see. The thing is, her last couple of albums just so happened to hit very well. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh... Deleted me is on Amazon. I was just listening to it. And so is, um... Kiss it, kiss it better, baby. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I think overall, Rihanna, she did her No dice. Out of scale, on a scale from one to ten, what do you give her performance? Are we giving? Are we rating the entire setup or just her individual performance? The entire performance. The I'll, entire setup. I would give it a seven. Okay. Six, six and a half, seven. Okay. If we're talking about her now, they could have been a ten. If she would have put a little effort in. I'll give her an eight and a half, nine. I liked it. So if you paid. I'm not. No, but let's say you <laughs> wanted to see a Rihanna show mm -hmm. and you paid more than $200. I wouldn't. To sit there mm -hmm. and see the show and that was the show. Mm -hmm. You'd be fully satisfied. Yeah. Okay. I would. I would. I mean, as long as the pyrotechnics and the dancers did their, their thing. I mean, I've been to... There's a reason you're getting the money. Not you, but mm -hmm. she's getting paid to do this. She didn't get paid for the show. I mean, probably, the, as so a whole. So that's probably why we got what we got. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. Like, listen, I'm not getting paid for this. Whatever the reason. Yeah. Six and a half, seven.
social media is so funny to me. Um, I don't take it serious whatsoever. I don't I, either. I think Instagram has become this over aesthetic place that I no longer live. Like I am on TikTok, baby. We are talking about conspiracy theories and mermaids and why the government is not telling us about UFOs. They, first of all, they just told us about two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the balloons. Relax. <laughs> but no, I agree. Like, And that's part of the reason why my social media is no longer what it once was. It's mm. no longer full access to me mm. and my doings, my enjoyment. I don't feel like... People deserve to see you enjoying life. I don't feel like they... It's not about seeing me enjoying life, if there's something that I feel is share-worthy, I share it. Mm-hmm. Personal-wise, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't need to see... I feel like you don't need to see all where the rest of Instagram's social media is posting all the wins, the wins, mm-hmm. and none of the losses. Mm-hmm. I personally don't feel like you need to necessarily see that. Huh. You know what I mean? I feel like if I choose to include you and it's something I feel like sharing out of my life, then absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like you... It's not about deserving. I don't feel like I need to see every little thing that happens in your life. I feel like there, it's more special to me when it's shared personally mm-hmm. versus to the masses. Okay. So if you were to call and tell me, friend, I just bought a new car... I would appreciate that and ride with you a whole lot harder than Then everybody on Instagram, everybody on Facebook, everybody on TikTok. I just got a new car. That's great for you. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's impersonal to me. So you're not necessarily telling me. You're just putting it out there, and I think that's great for you. Mm -hmm. But all right, it's not personal to me, so it's. But it should be, in a way, because if we're if we're friends in real life, and if I, you know accomplish something then I know you're buried but Mm. have you ever dated somebody and they tell you send me a picture that's not on Instagram or I've heard that before you know what I mean you've heard it before Mm -hmm. like I kind of understand that now like that's for everybody what is this are you talking to me or are you talking to everybody you know what I mean I get what you're saying so if if I posted a picture of a, that I bought a new car, you wouldn't like it. I would. I might. I'm not a liker. You're not I'm a liker. Not a liker. You I are might. not a liker. It depends on. Like you will see it. No, 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 no. It depends on what my mind state is. I'm in right then. Okay. If I'm honestly, this is the way my brain works. If I'm scrolling Instagram. Instagram is my only social media, by the way. Okay. Yeah, the Facebook. Oh yeah, that's there, but <laughs> have fun with that. That's who, that's like when you say the journey, that's who I used to be. Mm-hmm. Facebook is who I used to be. So if you want to ever want to see like what I used to talk about or what I used to look like, that's mm-hmm. where you would go. But um, yeah, what was I saying? You were saying that you probably would 
or would it like the Oh, feature? because when I'm scrolling Instagram, my mind is in a specific place. Either I'm not paying attention at all and I'm thinking about all kind of other stuff and I'm just scrolling just because. Mm-hmm. Or I'm looking at a certain type of like set of videos, like funny videos or mm-hmm. kitty videos or dog videos or whatever. And I'm like in that mode. So I'm that's what my mind is on. Or I might be in like, let me see what everybody's doing. Let me see where, and I don't follow a lot of people. I don't like a lot of stuff. So my explore page is kind of not popping. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I'll be scrolling my explore page and Mm -hmm. my friend stuff will pop up. Mm -hmm. So I might be looking at cooking videos and something of yours might pop up. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, okay. In that case, no, no, no. That's honestly when I probably will. Like, oh, that's great. You're on my explore page. Good Uh for you. Like, you need more (laughs) likes. Good. Keep it going. (laughs) Like, I don't know, like, that's where my mind would go in that situation, as opposed to, I'm just scrolling down my timeline. Like, I don't know. Who's then I feel top like, eight on MySpace? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. You don't know. Tom? <laughs> <laughs> you probably did meet Tom. <laughs> You're a top person, just so, like, it's no discrepancy. I'm totally it's not that Tom. person. Like, my best friend at the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Probably something stupid like what family. Back in the day, we got a name. We got a name. Who's we? <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> Y'all folks. Your friends. Your posse. Your crew. Your gang. Whole lot of gang shit. My clique. Your clique. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we had a name. What was your name? It was Ballin. It was Ball Ballin. Ballin, like the Jim Jones song. Ballin. Yeah. And no one likes it or something like that until. Um, I didn't know it, but some people did. You're so cool. You just couldn't. I, I, I'm more, I'm, yeah. <laughs> remember when I saw you in the club that time? Absolutely not. Did you not remember? Are you talking about during that time? You're it talking was like about when I was like yeah, 18 like and 19? Yeah, like a long time no, ago. Like, I ran into you, you, you at the club. You have to tell me. I don't remember any of that. You have to tell me. I ran into you at the club. What club? It was a gay club. What club? What I don't remember. It was happened? like Spring Mountain and something. And I was in there. And you was, I don't know. You just like, we ran into each other. And I was like, fire. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like a club. It was like a little hole in the wall. Yeah. Like a party. It was like a strip mall. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, a club? What club? That was, was so crazy. Was I dancing? What was I doing? Were, like, you were on the wall or something. That, like. I, okay, now you're going a bit far. <laughs> I can absolutely promise you I wasn't doing that. You were grinding on the wall. <laughs> Who were you in the club? Which person? What person were you? I was dancing, baby. I was like, what kind of dancing? I was like sexy or like thing, mama. <laughs> <laughs> like hard top lock and drop. Like hard top lock. That's why my knees is bad. <laughs> like oh my. Yes, like That's I like so it when funny. you do it right there. Do you know the only like the only song that did kind of <clears throat> get me to the point of I'm gonna go ahead and show you guys how you do this one. Chicken noodle food. Oh, you did the chicken noodle with the soda? With the soda on the side. And I got it. <laughs> Didn't you 
I'm totally not that. I don't know, like, okay, so this I feel is, like you vlog in private. I, I, I'm glad you feel like I do, because I don't. But, <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but no. Uh, what, I'm very curious of, like, the outside picture, like. Of you? Yeah, like, back mm-hmm. then, at least, like, during the time that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. When I was, like, 18, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. So, did I know you before the call center? No. Okay. So, Prince would come in. So, (laughs) you won back then, right? You can say it. I know what you're going to (laughs) say. Um, very, okay. So, I met, I knew of him because we had a mutual friend who you were good friends with. And it just so happened that me and Prince, like, was working at this call center. Mind you, it was a ratchet-ass call center. Like, nobody really worked there. We just showed up and, like, got a little $10 an hour and got the fuck out. thought I was making some money. My first little double-digit job. So I would see Mark and, like, he, or Prince, and he literally, like, sat in a cubicle, like, by himself. (laughs) Like, nobody sat next to him. And he would just, I would just watch him. He would like get up with his like tree with his and jeans on. He was just so cute. And with his flat iron, with his red track in the back. It wasn't a track. <laughs> it was not a track. <laughs> and I just thought you were so um, like stuck up, but like I liked stuck up people. <laughs> so yeah, and I just never really saw him doing any work. Um, he would be sitting there with his headset, like, on the desk. Unplugged. Unplugged. <laughs> and, you know, we just started chatting it up, and I was like, I like him, but he's really, like, standoffish and bougie, but I think I like the challenge, like, I want to be his friend. I'm very standoffish. Very. It translates to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I thought. I thought you were crazy. Crazy? So... What she's not telling you is how she approached me. <laughs> I don't remember. I was late for work. And I was not running in, but like at a fast pace walking in. And she's, I've never seen this lady before. <laughs> this lady. <laughs> <laughs> she stops me like, don't you know our friend? And I'm like... <laughs> Again, I'm very, I'm still very standoffish, but mm-hmm. not half as bad as I was back then. Back then, I was very standoffish. So I'm already like confused. Like, excuse me, because <laughs> our friend has a very, a very specific name. Mm-hmm. Nobody would ever mm-hmm. have that name in the world. Mm-hmm. So, excuse me. And then she's like, before I can even say yes or no, she's like, "You guys have a picture." I remember the picture. Our friend is sit is like whatever. It's on very, your back. Yeah, <laughs> she's on my back. The and the, it's not like a school. It's like a picture, picture, like a mall picture. Yeah, yeah. we we had t-shirts and everything. Yeah, um, it was cute. Yeah, so that caught me off guard, and I'm like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was like introducing herself, <laughs> and again, I was already late. I've never been on time for work never. ever. Thank God for. <laughs> but yeah um so i have to scoot off but yeah 
And then I and then I had to ask our friend because you had to follow up and make sure I wasn't really crazy. Yeah, I I I've never heard of you. No offense, <laughs> like not in a bad way. I just never heard of you. <laughs> That's funny. Do you remember? I would come. Um, so we worked at the same call center, but you worked like a seven a.m. shift, mm-hmm. and I worked like a ten a.m. Mm-hmm. shift. So. When I would come in, it would still be kind of empty. Mm-hmm. But when you were in, it was kind of all the way empty. Mm-hmm. I would come in and sit next to, to you. And I'd be like, man, this bitch is working like a dog. I went out. I, this is when I used to go out every <laughs> single night. Every single <laughs> night of the week. Every night was the drinking night. Mm-hmm. I would make her watch out for me and tell me, like, wake me up if somebody was walking by so I could sleep on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> After he didn't know me, I didn't he not, used me yes, as a lookout. Hi, do you remember me? <laughs> That's funny. Memories. Um, Glorilla getting a jacket thrown at her during a performance in Denver. Did you see that video? I couldn't make the video out. Like it wasn't clear. Like I saw, mm-hmm. I saw from the crowd. Was there a different video? No, it was from the crowd. Yeah, I saw from yeah. the crowd view. Like, I didn't really get it. It was one of those videos where there was a whole lot of stuff over it. What is it with people? Like, what is the issue? So, explain. Like, what happened? I just video? saw the video of somebody recorded in the crowd and somebody threw, like, a red jacket at her. And then she stopped performing. And her, she danced with the job. And we brought her friend, her ratchet-ass friend. Mm-hmm. And we were standing there. And she was like, who threw that jacket? You with the red braids? And I don't know what they said in the crowd, whether whether she said yes or no. And she was like, don't throw shit up here. I was going to jump into the crowd, but she fucked it up for y'all. And that was it. But I don't know if you recall, a couple of weeks ago, she had a drink thrown at her. I think we're just club. in a generation of like, there's always been ableism. But I think it's like super. Not so, respecting boundaries. Yeah, like. Yeah. No, you're gonna. We're gonna talk about it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was checking down. It's like this is crazy. Like I, I don't know. Like these fans or people that are supporters of your favorite artist or whatever the case may be. Like they be out of fucking pocket. But like, do you feel like, like stuff like that is like. Intentional, or do you think they're just super excited? Like, I feel like people get super. I remember, you have to remember, they're. Yeah, like this crowd that we're talking about, this fan base, their age group is like way younger. So you have to consider what age group we're talking about. You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but I don't. I just remember being that age. Find that as an excuse. No, 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 no. I just remember being that age. I'm not saying it's an Mm-hmm. But I remember being that age. Mm-hmm. I remember before I was supposed to be drinking and I was drinking like a dog and had supposed to be, you know, I don't know, <laughs> a lot, <laughs> like a fish, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. But I just remember being young and getting out there and doing the whole, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, like, yeah, you know, you drink too much, not so much that you're sick, but just so much that you just do stupid shit mm-hmm. when you're young. You know, they come from the ballin' era. 
Everybody, like, you Who know, this current, like, <laughs> again, Excuse like, me. that age group, like, that's what they know. Like, I don't feel like I knew that at 15 and 16, like, the rich lifestyle. I didn't know what that looked like, so to say, like, outside of TV stuff. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I, it wasn't, I didn't get to ask for Chanel in high school. You know what I mean? No, like, that wasn't even a thing. Yeah, so, but that's like a thing for this generation. Is it? Know. Yes. Have you seen his Yeah, I mean, I guess you can say that. Not Chanel, though. Maybe like... Gucci and Louis Vuitton and all that. Like, yeah. that's like... Rick Owens. Yeah, Dior. Purple jeans. Those, I wouldn't have been able to... I, like, the only reason that I was able to get those kind of things and have like even a pair of good jeans or mm-hmm. true religions at the time because I worked. I didn't work, but I, I just worked. made sure. Well, I started working at the end of high school, but mm-hmm. I any like I I got my rations, my allowance, or whatever you want to call it. And <laughs> my dad was in the army. <laughs> <laughs> my rations. That's funny. Hmm. I don't know. I just feel like it's a different time. And I don't think people. You know how when you feel like you have a lot of money, like in your pocket. I mean. Mm-hmm. And you go to the club, and you're like, I got some money. You, you know, you stand I on the couch. Never, I never. I'm not listen, saying you. I, I don't like, care you how much money and, I have in my bank account. I'm still like, how much is that drink? $16. Yeah, I just mean in regards to no, like, I know you what have you a mean. section, you stand on the couch. I know what, what you mean, do. but you I've never personally been that That's what they know. This is that generation. That's what they know, and they drink and they. I want to sit on the couch. In the club. I'm serious. I'm, I want to, but not in like Las Vegas, you need a like Miami. You wouldn't do that there when you sit on the couch. Oh, I feel like you would. Wow. I feel like you would. It would be a scene. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be after a couple reposados. And then that goes into like Buster Rhymes throwing a drink at a woman for grabbing his ass. Like boundaries. People do not respect boundaries. Is he right for throwing a drink on that woman? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Imagine if it had been the other way around. Mm-hmm. Imagine if he had been grabbing that little girl, that young, she wasn't a little girl, but that mm-hmm. lady's butt mm-hmm. or reaching for them butts. Imagine if she had to turn him down for not. Well, no, she she gave a statement. Right, but I'm saying, imagine you have security around you and somebody breaks through. You know, people are unpredictable in their training. Oh, yeah. She breaks, somebody breaks through and they, you know, stab you up or, you know, shoot you or, you know, punches you. So, I don't know, I feel like that's a safety concern more than anything. Like, how the fuck is it a, I got five security around me. But in what world? In what world is that a way to get any man attention? <laughs> Especially a, a old school rapper. Huge. Yeah, like, you know, in what world is that? Pat his ass. She wasn't even patting, she was grabbing. Well, grab his ass. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just an issue with boundaries, people. We have to create some boundaries for ourselves. And other people. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. Like I said, on today's show, we're discussing living life. 
Well, lessons on living life and relationships. What does a healthy relationship look like to you? To me? Mm-hmm. Or what does it look like? Period. Um, in my personal opinion, I would say respecting the person that you're with mm-hmm. for who they are mm-hmm. and who trying to be mm-hmm. as opposed to who you want them to be yeah or having a set expectations of sex mm-hmm. you know I don't feel like any two people in the world are exactly the same in any two areas mm-hmm. not know? at all you know what I mean mm-hmm. so to have a perception of any sort going into any type of healthy relationship mm-hmm. I think is a Right. I agree. I think healthy relationships start with, like you said, respect and effective communication. Um, Good, bad, indifferent, ugly, like whatever it is, if you're in a healthy relationship, relationship, whether that be your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your best friend, your mother, your sister, I just feel like whatever you're feeling or whatever you're going through or whatever you want to tell that person that is affect or could affect them or affect you, you should be able to tell them. Um, I think relationships are the most unhealthy when you, when it's like, I can't, I can't tell you that because you're going to get mad. So, can you break down being able to tell me anything in our relationship? Mm. Or talk to me about anything or tell me anything. You mean in our relationship personally? No, no, no. Oh, I was okay. being, I'm saying our, but okay. in your relationship. Being able to tell, wait, say that again? Like when you say you should be able to tell me anything mm-hmm. or say anything to me. Mm-hmm. Can you break that part down? For example, like if you're in my marriage, like I should be able to say, you know what? like you should be able to say it however you do you feel like you have a responsibility to say it in my language when you're speaking it to me mm-hmm. yeah absolutely you feel like that's practice I'm not mm-hmm. accusing you of anything mm-hmm. that's not absolutely anything. because I feel like if you know if you are if you're present in that relationship and you know how that person is going how what they respond to and what they're receptive to, I, I feel like it's it's almost disrespectful or like neglectful. I want to say let's say neglectful <clears throat> for me not to say it in the language that I know that you would be receptive to or you would receive it in the best way you would receive it. I agree. You know? I agree. I one hundred percent agree. I feel like so many times hear people, you know, and just for whatever conclusion, for whatever reason, you mm-hmm. come to the conclusion that you guys don't communicate effectively. Mm-hmm. I hate the way you guys talk to each other. Or, you know, we mm-hmm. would never, you know, however mm-hmm. you do it, you compare yourself or whatever the case is. And just listening to other people's arguments, and, and a lot of my own specifically, honestly, but just listening back, like, that's not, that's not, if you want something, mm-hmm. that's not how you're exactly. going to get it. Yeah. 
out of an example, I was going, I was asking my brother, me and my brother and I were having a conversation the other day, and he was telling me some things about a coworker, and, you know, he was asking, like, well, how do I say, like, how am I supposed to, you know, mm-hmm. you know how you ask somebody, mm-hmm. how do you say this in professional? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, how do you translate this mm-hmm. in professional? Curve line. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I was telling him, but he works, he's speaking more face-to-face, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm like, well, Give me an example. Like, what are you planning on saying that mm. you think is so respectful? <laughs> mm. He's like, well, when's the last time? Well, A, that's not how you start a conversation <laughs> with anybody that you want a positive response out of. Guard and let it go. Uh, yeah, like, that's, immediately. That's, that's just not the case. Mm. Like, you have, if you want, if you're really trying to communicate, mm. or if you're just trying to get some steam, let some steam off and mm. argue, then mm. that's a different conversation. Right, right, but right. if you're really trying to communicate to this person either, get them to understand or gain some understanding from them, mm-hmm. then you need to learn to speak whatever language they speak mm-hmm. when they're having that conversation mm-hmm. as opposed to coming at them how you, this is how I talk and honestly that's a personal problem that I deal with a lot. Or even putting yourself in their shoes. Like how would yeah. I want somebody to talk to me? Well, that only takes you so far because again, yeah, I don't give a fuck what you want. Don't talk mm-hmm. to me like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's you know, so that's where I say that's the difference between speaking your language. Your language is how you would want people to talk to me, mm-hmm. but my language is how I want people to talk to me, true, or address me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I feel like okay, it can also be if you're a fully. I mean, nobody's perfect, but if you're a fully aware human being. Um, you kind of, you know, I just find myself kind of, kind of look outside myself and, oh yeah, how would I want somebody to talk to me? I, I feel like I use that a lot though. Like how I, oh, how, I, no, how, I, how I know you would receive it and how I know you want me to communicate with you, but also, you know, how I would want somebody to approach me with something. Yeah. Like the, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing mm. or a bad concept. Like that's an absolutely great concept. But I, I, I would say like to me that's more for like strangers. Like you apply that more so with people mm. on the street. Treat people how you would want to be treated. Mm. Give them the respect you would want. Mm. With people you know, no. like that you're close with, your husband, your best friend, your whoever, your mother, your father, whoever. You speak to them the way mm. that they appreciate you. You deal with them the way that they appreciate you. What happens you, if, because you know them? Mm-hmm. Let me say it that way. Right. You know them and you've learned them, so you should be able to mm-hmm. speak a little bit of different language. Now, some stuff you may be way off, and I don't understand that, and I'll never understand. Mm-hmm. That. But you know, in general, when you talk to your mom, you know, I know <laughs> I can't say this to her. I know if I say this, mm-hmm. then she automatically gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As opposed to, I know if I if not to say you would, but if I want to ask her for some money, mm-hmm. I know how to come at her. Mm-hmm. I know how to. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just feel like me growing and learning and experiencing life, like I try, I'll try to meet people where they are and like talk to them how they, and I do, I think I do pretty well in that area. Um, But sometimes like I have, I have a, a relative that they, 
can't if it's like not completely handled with kitten gloves like oh well i love you and they like they they can't process like okay the directness like well no like when you did that like you fucked up yeah and they're like oh my god like you talk like you cussed at me (laughs) and situations like that like i completely i can't communicate that way because i'm such a straight shooter and I want somebody to be a straight shooter with me. So maybe that's why I don't understand that. Where like, okay, you want me to tell you like you're not a fuck up? But you are. <laughs> maybe that's just not what they need to hear. Or maybe it is. Maybe, but you know, if you're going to break their soul. <laughs> you know, some people, like I've heard I'm, I'm fucked up before. Like you fucking no, up right no, no, now. No, no, no. I, see, I have a cousin that's not necessarily... Like, that's stupid. No, 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 no. Not necessarily that needs that type of tender care, but in regards to themselves, they cannot handle the negative, like, any type of constructive criticism. Like, they, they just they, can't handle they, com- they automatically say that's negative. Like, you're being negative? Yeah. That's how, my, that's how that person is, too. But... I don't know. My heart has grown soft. I'm like the Grinch. I've grown <laughs> softer over the years. And it's like, I look at them now, and it's like, not necessarily like a feeling bad thing, but it's like, okay, well, I understand, like, you know, you're just doing the best that you know how to do. Just like I am. Well, so, I, I, I completely understand what you're saying. You know? <laughs> like, we're dealing with similar personalities, but sometimes, you know, you just, they you're need to be up. like, I get it. I get it. You're a fucker. Bitch. I don't do that again. But they're grown, so you know, holding feet to fire on anybody other than your children at this point in life is like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, what are you gonna do? Whoop them and make them not be a fuck up? No, not at all. And 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 with that, like, I can't, I can't sit, I can't watch you be a fuck up. So I create distance. I create space. There's nothing wrong with that. You're into different stuff. My stuff isn't fucked up. Some of it is. Or some of it is. Yeah, some of and it is. And if it is, I would want somebody to tell me, like, hey, but like, it's not the same. Up. No, but it's not the same fucked up. You have your fucked up. I have my fucked up. You know that's, you know, but I get it because I want to tell my a couple of people in my family like you're really fucking fucked up. They might want to say the same thing to me. Are they older than you? So do you feel Everybody like it's, in my family okay. is older than me. Like it's like a, I don't know, if you don't got it, you ain't going to get it. Yeah. Not thing. necessarily that. Like I have, you know, everybody's older in the sense that they were born years ahead of me, but not that much older. Some people, you know, they're not. Some people are a little far off. So, you know. So how do you maintain healthy relationships? Or do you have? I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm just now, like, in my cycle of self-improvement, I'm just now getting to that part of learning how to... I don't think I ever I ever learned. I don't think I ever know. It's not like I forgot, like... You know, I, I had friends in the past, a lot of friends, but mm-hmm. not, like, healthy relationships. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. And I cut, I got to a point where it was like, I cut everybody off. Everybody. Everybody got cut off. Everybody. To focus on self. Because <laughs> this self would not be sitting here mm-hmm. if I had not. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now it's like, okay, I'm ready to learn that part that I, you know, I'm missing this piece of my puzzle, which is effective. You know, back to effective communication, but just maintaining healthy relationships. You know, I'm not a phone person, so that's hard for me to say, hey, you know, I'm just calling to see what you're doing. I'm just calling to check. I'm not a phone person at all. Mm-hmm. I never really have been. Mm-hmm. Never really have been. But, you know. I, I was never a phone person until, excuse me, and I'm still not. Like, I will, I, I, I don't look at the phone ring. Um, I do that too. Um, until I don't know, I just I felt like I grew up in such, and I don't want to make this sound so terrible, but such this com- dysfunction and communicate in like real, real raggedy relationships. Um, until I I got married, and then even that. Have to grow into grow into yeah. what it is becoming now because I didn't I didn't know like I was never taught you know you just can't throw and people away like you just can't tell people how you want to tell them and they're just supposed to take it you know you just can't do that and yes it is right you know if you want to build relationships and solid relationships. Okay, you do pick up the phone and say, "Hey, you know, just checking on you." Or send a text, "Hey, just checking on you." I didn't know that until like for real, like until I got married, and then my dad's side of the family, like my cousins, were like, "Hey, just checking," and I'm like, "What's wrong?" Because I'm just so used to when I get a call from, like, say, my sisters or my mom, like, "Oh, so and so just happened," and I'm just so frazzled, you know, I have PTSD, like, every time the phone rings, it's something, and then, so now I'm cultivating these relationships where it's like, no, nothing's wrong, just calling to check in. Yeah, yeah, same. Same, and then you throw in, you know, that we grew up in the 90s, Mm. and our parents would leave us at home with very specific instructions not to answer the door or answer the phone, Mm -hmm. so there's also that where my mind is just kind of trained to not attention to it, act mm-hmm. like it's not ringing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, mm-hmm. act like the door's not ringing, and who's here, absolutely, I still, like, it's, it's <laughs> engraved into my brain, yeah. like, I, I can't explain it, it's mm-hmm. just there, but you think back, like, every other day, it's like, okay, don't answer the door, and don't mm-hmm. answer the phone, I'll be back, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, mm-hmm. even if it's just, you know, yeah. or after school, yeah. or whatever the case is, yeah. no, that's real, so what's answering the phone? And then you throw a job that has a phone that doesn't stop ringing into the mix. And like, I never want yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is any of this about? Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> Not what Send you a want. message. <laughs> and then you'll answer within three to five business days. I honestly am boycotting two things. I'm boycotting paper towels and I'm boycotting the phone. Why paper towels? Because people don't respect them. We don't. You don't respect I them. I use them all day long. Now we you don't. Why do you need five to dry your hands? How big are your hands? 
That is my pet peeve. But I'll reuse the same paper towel at least two times until I, I throw it away. I buy good paper towels. I do too. You buy Divas? Yeah. You dry your hand, your clean hands. You dry them. <laughs> you, you lay it one, flat. You take the whole piece and then you cut the other, the the small piece, right? Yeah. You take yeah. the small piece. Yeah, and then you lay it flat on a clean surface, and you come back to it. <laughs> I don't know. It may not be a hand dryer, but maybe use it to wipe a counter. Use the paper towel. Okay, so I'm going to buy two. Yeah. And then throw it away. And then. Yeah. People I don't respect them. I agree with you on that. Friend. So they're boycotted. I buy napkins. Thin napkins. It's as great as I want it to be. I know where the paper towels are. Nobody else does. So. <laughs> <laughs> works just great for me. <laughs> so when you want a paper towel, you go get them? I honestly don't. I personally, like, if I lived in a home by myself, you wouldn't use I them. could make a roll of paper towels last. Not to say I wouldn't use them, but an entire roll of paper towels would last me at least a month. Well, Beavis, yeah. At least a month. Not great value. Even great value. I'm, I don't great paper value. towel. I use a lot of towels, mm -hmm. like hand towels. So like, you're, you're always going to draw them? So man, <laughs> yeah, boycotts. Paper towels are boycotted. And then how do you boycott the phone? I leave it. I stay as far away from it as possible. I don't feel like as far as I feel safe away from it. I get like that at night. Like I will, because I feel like before I go to sleep and close my eyes and create my intentions for the next day I can't be consumed with social media and what's going on in my phone. That night is mine. Really? I'm like, no, I don't want to look at my phone. Because in the morning that's when I'm like, okay, it's a new day. What's going on? Opposite. So check we're doing emails, the opposite. Check my accounts, check what happened last night. Where y'all go out to? Oh, that was cute. Double tap. Watch my TikTok and then I get out of the bed. No, no, no. I check emails, text messages, and accounts first thing in the morning. What time am I waking up? 5.30, 6 a.m., checking that. But that's like one eye, I just roll it over. Mm -hmm. Like, not like, oh, I'm downstairs having a party. No, <laughs> no, that's like, I'm still here. I might close my eyes for 15 more minutes. Like, but, you know, I'll check all that. And then the phone goes on the charger. <laughs> and it sits there. I try and wait, leave. At that point is when I try and walk away from it mm -hmm. and leave it sit. And be done with it for the rest of the day. Yeah, until I need it. I have the iPad. I don't get notifications on it, but everything is on the fridge. So, you know, I'll check it. I can do what I need to do when I want. Okay. You know, and then maybe 6, 30, 7. I think having like real conversations like early in the morning, like I cannot. Like I learned that just recently about myself. Um, my sister spent the night and I'm just so like consumed with like my peace and she's it's like eight o'clock in the morning, so it's not really that early. She's like ready to like run down the conversation of like what happened and what's happening. And I just realized like I 
can't even like what side of the gossip are you? Are you the gossiping ear or the gossiping eye? Everybody has a side. I am definitely the ear. Definitely the ear. One hundred percent the ear. I don't even know. Okay, because I feel like I I learn so much, and I feel like I'm I'm I vibrate at a different frequency. And I feel like gossip, when I feel like conversations are getting gossipy, I check out. Absolutely. Unless it's interesting. If it's interesting, if, if it's juicy, I'm in. If it's juicy, but if you're just talking and about I'm people, still yeah. not, yeah, like I just, I can't do this. So yeah. like, and I just, I can honestly feel like my vibrations going down. Like one notch, feeling two bad. notch, three notch. Have you ever been in the moment of, Either, like, just having a not-so-nice conversation mm-hmm. and felt bad in the moment. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, that's starting to happen. But, where my tissue go? Uh, no. My nose is running. Um, I don't know if I've had a not-so-nice conversation about somebody who didn't deserve it. Like, I have not-so-nice conversations about people that really be having me fucked up. Like, what? Like, in real life. <laughs> Like, who really deserve all of this tongue lashing? I'm, I'm doing like all of this bad mouthing. Like you yeah. deserve it because you had me fucked up. Do you at least stay on topic? Absolutely. That's a good thing. That's another thing about healthy relationships. Staying on topic. When you argue, everybody, everybody's gonna argue. But do you stay on topic when you argue, or do you venture off? I may venture off just a little bit if it's Don't something. If it's and I know that's so Don't bad, but and I I do that <laughs> <laughs> within my marriage. That that's the the okay. So I'm I'm married to somebody who's like so laid back. Yeah. And I'm when I'm mad, I I'm going to piss you off. Like you're not gonna be. Tell the people your sign. I'm a Libra. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves you guys. You guys are the favorite sign. We are. Yeah. What's your sign? Gemini. You are the old, you are you are you are. <laughs> <laughs> you are fan favorite. Yeah. Favorite. They hate me. Yeah. Very much. <laughs> the most hated sign. Yes, the most hated mm-hmm. sign. The most loved sign and the most hated sign. No, you guys are the you most, are, and you are, are the most loved signs. And you, oh, okay, you are every bit loved in the universe. In what, in what manner, in what? Oh, uh, friend, like, my... I turn on and I turn off. You are so on and off. <laughs> and it's been so to the point, like, I just expected. It's nothing more than I, like, it's just, it used to bother me. And I'm like, what the fuck, like, why you just... Switch up like that. I just shut down. I go into self-preservation. Like, how would we, like... I go into self-preservation. Really, like, okay, yeah, like, that's what we're doing. Like, let's like, do it. You know how you can buy a Tesla? Mm-hmm. But then you can buy a long-range Tesla? Mm-hmm. I'm just a Tesla. Like, my social battery is so... <laughs> or it's, like, lithium-ion. You can't even right? drive to California. I know. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, no, no. 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, you are such a, you're such a Gemini. 
I do, but you know why? I, I just live in my head. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I just have to shut down. I have to, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Rejuvenate. Yeah, revive. Mm-hmm. Refresh. And then, and then you pop out like, yeah, so what was going on? Like, because I hate that part about me. Like, I hate it. I no, hate that part about we're me. We're not doing that anymore. I like, that hate, was so I try and, like, when I... Four months ago. <laughs> I hate that part about me. I hate that I go into that place where it's like, no, let me just... You know, I hate that I go into that shell. So when I finally get out, it's like, okay, all right, all right, all right. Like, I really... When I say it won't happen again, I really mean it won't happen again. Even though it probably will, but I really mean it because I don't plan on it. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to happen. But. What is going? Is it just it's you become overstimulated? Like what I think is so. it? It's like overstimulation. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just I'm I, I'm done. Like I don't know. It's it's no longer it's you know how home. you know how you have something you crave like something to eat mm-hmm. and then you eat it and it's like I'm glad I had it. So do you like people for real? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I do. Like, I, I'm just such a particular person. I have to feel like I enjoy you, but I also have to feel you and get from you in order for me to feel like we're clicking in any type of way. You know what I mean? So, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, and I really, I do cherish relationships. Like, I do. I do. Like, I don't, so you think, this is what you think happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You think I go into my shell, I start hating you, <laughs> I make 15 new friends, mm-hmm. and then I stop being friends with anyone I see. Mm-hmm. That's not. <laughs> That's not. I literally go into my, and it, like, we've had talks about, like, stuff between us, but in regards to, like, me going into my shell, it's literally only in regards to me. Like, it's only ever about me. It's never about anybody. Like, I would sooner yell at you than... Well, no. I would cut people off. Like, not you specifically, but i cut you off. Like, mm-hmm. but no, like, I would, you know, I, I'm a talker. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm verbal, so, you know. Mm-hmm. At times. When I feel like it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Cause it's literally, it's been times where I've been sitting, I have a video of, I'm sitting there talking to you, and you're just like, what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's the big question. But no, like, I told you I live in my brain. Mm-hmm. You, you're of the, I don't know, I'm no, um, what's, I'm no astrologist, mm-hmm. but I think Libras are what kind of for earth signs. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're we're pretty social. We're known as very social. We're known as a social sign. I'm social when I need to be, but I will definitely I So hmm. let's just say like we're really good friends. We're great friends. Mm-hmm. But a person I used to be best friends with. And I say that to say, I know Libras. I know them, and I know you very well. Mm-hmm. I know Libras very well. You guys are very social people. Mm-hmm. We can be. Um, at times, your life kind of revolves around social, being social. Yeah. 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 You guys are so. You guys are the most love sign. Mm-hmm. 
love fine. Everybody loves legal because you guys are so social. You're so related. So balanced. They want everything to be like balanced. And I'm just like, okay, I see that. But I see we're so fair. We are so fair. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You don't think so? Yeah. But you guys are still human. Yeah. No, we're still human. But we're fair. We try to be fair. And when we're not, well, for me, when I'm not fair, I know I'm not being fair. Like, intentionally not being fair. So, what is the most um, incorrect notion about your song, from your point of view? That we are... It's correct, though. <laughs> but I don't like yeah. hearing it. Yeah. Um, that we're passive-aggressive. Because you are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> You're very passive aggressive. We are passive aggressive. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what I would say about Gemini. Like, I feel like when people say two faced, mm-hmm. I don't think that that's wrong, but I think it's incorrect. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, it, I just feel like I don't have a gray area. Mm-hmm. Like, my you switch is on, on or off. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, there's no like teetering for mm-hmm. me. Like, I either love you or I hate you. Mm-hmm. I want you or I don't want you. Like, mm-hmm. there's no, like, eh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm very sure of myself mm-hmm. in in that kind of conversation. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm very sure of myself for that moment. Mm-hmm. And then I may change my mind or see the error of my ways. And then I'll be very sure of my strategies. I think that, I agree. I think that one time was the only time that I seen, like, you flip. And I was like, Flip the fuck out! I'm not that person, and I was just like, I try not. I was that person, like you're so mean. Yeah, (laughs) you're being mean to me. (laughs) But see, to me, I wasn't flipping out. To me, I was being straightforward. Mm -hmm. But see, that's where speaking somebody's language Mm -hmm. comes into play. Because to me, I was just being straightforward. Now, was there some aggression there? Probably, Uh but. I wasn't going off and putting, you know, putting uh, me in your place. And um, I, and, right. And I, I think that it's also, um, I have an issue with with men talking to me like a certain type of way. Like, I only want princess treatment from men. Yeah. You know. Any I'm, not, man. I'm not that man. I know. Any man. <laughs> for I was anybody. Like, for nobody am I that man. <laughs> for nobody. Not, a single, not even in my relationship am I that man. I, I can't handle that because, like, my dad used to talk to me nice. Like, my as husband talked to me nice. As he should. Like, soft, like, handles me like. As both I'm of them should. The reason why God gave women, <laughs> <laughs> not even women, why God gave you a husband and a father is so that when people don't, when men don't handle you that way, you have them to come back to and give the exact you should have. <laughs> Even though you were not <laughs> handled. Do you remember when they asked me, like, do you think you're better than me? I ask people that every single day. And I, and I said, why? He said, because you're married. And I was just like, did you? Huh? <laughs> why would you ask somebody that? Why would you ask me that? Because I wanted to know. People, I See, this is where people have a misconception of me. Let's talk about it. I ask questions.
question because I want to know. This causes, I don't want to say so many problems, but this causes a little bit of smoke in my relationship because people, I feel like everybody in the world, myself too at times, are so programmed to be offended by questions. Yeah. Hmm. I just wanted to know. That's interesting. Yeah. If the answer's not, well, I took it as did I give you something that made you feel like I thought that? Yeah, but see, how do I know that's what you're taking it as unless you ask me that question? I was which gonna, is which is a valid question mm-hmm. to ask. And if you not, I'm not saying like if you had asked me that, mm-hmm. but if you had asked me that question, I'd have said, oh, I'm just wanna know. Not I, I don't remember asking you, but I'm I know I was, how and, I and that's probably <laughs> how it happened. Like, why would you ask me that? Okay, like why? But I get it. No, that's it. That's I, I think that's I, a good trait to have. Like you just ask questions because I want to know. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. Because what if, like, ten minutes later or ten weeks later, like my sister comes around and she's like, "Bitch, we should never meet. We should never." Now I can say no because I asked her. How do you know? I asked. <laughs> relationships that are not healthy for you and be honest I know you're being honest but be honest how does Prince Ali deal with those types of things because I know how you deal with them may not be
And I don't think he has anything for real in common except for the fact that he's a French woman. And I love her. Like, I have a, a real love, like, for her. Like, I'm here for you if you need me. But as far as, like, common, like, interests, like, we've always been, like, opposites. Like, she was very... Um, but do you guys have, like, good conversations? Like, do you guys make each other laugh? Like, is there any spark there? Is this really your friend? Yeah, she's really my friend. She's a real person. She's a real person. Okay. Um, yeah, we make each other laugh. So you, you know? have nothing in common. Oh, you do make each other laugh. Yeah. So yeah, that's you know. That's it. But I find that's, myself that's something, not that's it. That's something to Okay. Me. But I find myself, um, I feel like I have to be in a certain headspace in order to engage with this friend. Like, I'll have to be, I'm like, what y'all flirt? Talking about nothing too deep. Or, you know. I feel like that about every friend that I have. Hmm. Every single friend that I have. Hmm. And not, I don't think that's a bad thing. I, okay. I have to be in a certain headspace to talk to this person. I have to be in a certain headspace to talk to that person. Mm-hmm. Everybody in my life. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody in the wrong headspace. Not necessarily the right headspace, but I have to kind of like the. I just find myself being on a more in depth level with like yeah. my conversations in life because I'm trying to accomplish a lot. I'm trying to do a lot. I'm trying to get to the next level. So these are not conversations that I have with that particular person. Like, well, shit, what you, um, what you investing in? Like, it's not those type of conversations or, like, you know, about creativity or... But that may not be... That's not their lane. <laughs> that's not yeah. our... It's not our judge. And I get that. So that's what I'm saying. I have to be in a complete, like, well, let's just shoot the shit type of conversation, type of headspace in order to participate. But that's not... That creates distance because I'm not in that headspace 90% of the time. Why does it create distance? Because I don't want to just talk about nothing. And what? Like, like, how often do you feel like com- like conversations need to happen? Like, by phone. Like, how often do you feel like you need to just talk to this person, to your friend? Not that person, but a person. To call it a friendship. However, whatever works for that me and that person. Yeah, so do you think that works for you, though? Yeah. Yeah. So there's nothing to... Like, I don't feel like that's a reason to say, like... The friendship isn't, you know, worth it. Or I'm not saying it's not worth it. I'm just saying it's a different type of friendship. It's not. It's what it's it not is, my ideal, but it is what it is because of who we what are. It is is it's a childhood friendship mm-hmm. that grew into a maintained relationship. Now it may not necessarily be a friendship that you know you see every single day. Absolutely, mm-hmm. but it's that friendship that cir- circles the block once every eight months. Yeah, yeah, you know. I'm hungry. Just needs a little snack. Hmm. And that's where I say, like, you also have to consider, I don't think, I used to think, like, friendship should be, I should be able to go to my friend with anything. Oh, no. No, you know. I should be, I should be able to, but in reality, it's not going to, and I feel like a lot of times you can, 
mm-hmm. but it's not going to be the reaction that you're you want you're looking for you know what i mean mm-hmm. you you want a certain reaction which is why you take certain problems to certain people mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and the larger your group of friends the more unpredictable your personality is going to mm-hmm. be you know If if it's a relationship that I feel like is worth saving, because I feel like I've had a lot of friendships that were just maintained friendships. Mm-hmm. Now there are some that I do feel like you're saying about your friend, like no, this is really my friend. We just don't have a whole lot in common like like that right now. Mm-hmm. And then there are the ones that you know I don't have. We have nothing. We ain't never had. We just kind of knew each other. We were just friends for the sake of being friends. Like we were part of the same group. Of and, you know, for nothing else, we call ourselves friends as well. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's not worth saving, then I love you. You know, I'll see you when I see you. But if it is worth saving, hey, whatever my issue is or whatever I feel like is causing the rift between us, let's sit down and talk about it. Let's figure it out. And then from there, is it worth it? Yeah. How do you? How do I deal with health relationships that are, are not healthy? Um, not at first. No. I'm very closed off when it comes to... What about your man? Not about my man. No, I'm very... That's... I have to communicate with him. Not with him. But I'm just saying with other relationships, for example, my relationship with my mother, my relationship with my sisters, um, those haven't been the most healthy relationships. So, what I tend to do is create distance from them. I will, with my mom, I will call and check on her and make sure she is okay. What's the boundary? Like, what's considered distance and what's like, what you're saying? Oh, I check on her, I, you know, make sure she's good. Like if she calls you right now, mm-hmm. would that be like, uh, uh-uh. uh? It's after you know, after hours. Office is closed. <laughs> um, no, if she called me right now. I'll probably answer the phone because something, something, something. Yeah. Maybe something that else didn't concern me, but. But what if it was nothing, right? If it was just her. She was just calling you. Uh-huh. Not, not even. Let's say she didn't say to check on you. She was just calling. Mm-hmm. And then let's say she did it again tomorrow. And that's fine. I create the boundaries. I I create what I choose to talk to you about. I know that certain conversations cannot be had between us at this point in time in our relationship because you don't we don't we don't we're not speaking the same language. Yeah. So there's no point. I don't want to argue with you. I don't want to continue to have the same argument. So we're just going to keep it very surface. How are you? I'm good. Oh, how's it going? What are you doing today? All right. Yeah. And that's it. Do you feel like your boundary lines meet? <sighs> yes. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yes. I feel like it's, and I don't think it's anything wrong. I think it creates an issue when. When, when the reasons why you move your boundary lines. When what once was not 
adult a lot now being mm-hmm. a woman. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, okay, well, you're not acting crazy. Let's move the boundaries. Yeah. And then the trigger is the triggering conversation comes up, and then like it goes back up. It goes back up, and yeah. then the boundary has to go back to where it was. It's like, well, why the fuck did I even, you know? And I'm looking, talking to myself. Why did I even? I mean, we're human. Why did I even think that we would behave any differently? It's a fair thought. I mean, it's a fair thought, but this is me talking to myself. Like, know, but why? That's what you, but that's what you have to tell yourself mm-hmm. and realize in asking that question. Why did I do that? Because it's a fair thing to do. But at I'm a, a fair certain point, if it's habitual, yeah, it's like, well, I'm crazy now. Yeah, well, the thing is, if... Because if, I keep thinking that... You if know, it's a relationship that's worth it, mm-hmm. it's not crazy. I think it is. I mean, worth it... I don't think so. I don't think it's crazy. Uh, worth it? Mm, I'm not saying it's not worth it, but it's just like, it's it's not worth that. It's not yeah, worth me going yeah. through this. You know? I, I get it. Like, I but can love you. I love you the same. Just your boundaries. I w- yeah. Yeah, I, I just, get it. I just... So you don't. I, so I don't. <laughs> and I was reading, I started reading this book, um, and it was talking about how the law of attraction, and naturally when you are vibrating at a different frequency, and people aren't vibrating on the same frequency as you, naturally the law of attraction is going to pull you apart. Yeah. And that's where, that's, those are the relationships that we're talking about that you don't fight with. Mm-hmm. You don't chase them. Mm-hmm. It's a reason and a season, you know? Mm-hmm. Everybody's here for a reason. Absolutely. So, yeah, I will create distance between us from healthy relationships. And if it's unhealthy practices that are going on and I do value or see the relationship, I need to have a healthy relationship or healthier relationship with that person, then, yeah, I'm going to try to do what I can to communicate that and try to make it better or fix it. Do you think you can have a healthy relationship with somebody whose values are different? Yeah. Like, what Whose values you disagree with? Let me ask the question. Mm. Mm. What type of a friendship? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It depends on the, well, it depends on the values. Like, if it's something that I'm just like, but no, I can, because I, I don't really yeah. be giving a fuck. Like, I think real. I can, as long as everybody agrees to respect everybody's space, and you know, in regards to whatever it is that we're disagreeing about. Mm-hmm. If you're an atheist and I'm not, don't ask me nothing, don't speak nothing about what you're worshiping, don't, I don't want to, you know, uh-huh. and that's not to say we'll be friends, but if we're being cordial and say that's my cubicle mate, my next door <laughs> cubicle mate at work, um, you know, and we have to be cordial with each other, as long as you respect my space, I won't push anything on you. You know what's funny? You mentioned atheists when I went to CDL um, school. This Hispanic guy I sat next to, he didn't even look like he spoke English, but 
we ended up, mind you, we were in class for a month. And we ended up, like, becoming, like, real cool. Like, joking, laughing, ended up in the same group. Um, talked about his kids, his wife. You know, he, I talked about my husband. And we were just, like, partners in school. And then one day he's like, yeah, something, something, because I'm an atheist. And I just would never have. So how did that make you feel in that moment? How it, <laughs> my first thought was like, oh, okay, I heard him talking. Like, I don't believe in God. But then when, when he elaborated on it, when I asked him, it was honestly something that it was learned. Like, yeah. his father was an atheist, so, like, he's an atheist. But then as I started to speak, because I'm always going to speak about my spirituality and the most high, and I'm just, you know, just having conversations, like, not preaching or anything, but just, like, having conversations like this, yeah, because, you know, I believe. And I just found my, I found him saying something like, yeah, because something about what he believed, like, you know, something spiritual along those lines. And I think that, you know, people put labels on themselves yeah. and they think that there's something, but yeah. you're really not. It's like, well, you do believe. Yeah. Because you, you, you just don't believe what everybody else is right. feeding to you. Right. You believe that there is a higher power. Right. Like, that's all that is. Like, you don't believe in nothing or yeah. the devil. I don't know what atheism is, honestly, but yeah. I think it's more so not believing. Yeah. Yeah, that's my point. Like, as long as you're respectful of my belief, I can be respectful of, of yours. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. if, well, I'll find out one day. Mm -hmm. And I, we might all be wrong. Right. But, you know, again, as long as you're respectful of mine. How have you contributed to, like, your unhealthy relationships in your life? Or have you? How have I? How have you? I definitely have. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like in my younger years, a, my, a big part of my contribution was my speaking up. Mm -hmm. Letting it be, you know, being the new sister, mm. letting it be, maintaining the reputation that you have with me. You know what I mean? As opposed to now, currently, I, I've actually gone through all the different phases. I went from not speaking up at all to going off on everybody, not letting anybody get away with anything, mm. to now, you know, being a place where, again, is it worth it? Am I telling, and even if something does upset me or even if something is wrong between us it doesn't have I don't feel like it has to be an argument mm -hmm. I feel like people are very trained to argue mm -hmm. in all relationships mm -hmm. when they have a problem mm -hmm. not trained I don't feel like we're trained to talk and negotiate mm -hmm. and, and it's okay to agree to disagree correct and we can still be move on correct mm -hmm. I don't feel like we're taught that I feel like not we're taught all. to that if I disagree with you in any aspect, it's a problem, mm -hmm. and we have to argue mm -hmm. about it for it to solve. Mm -hmm. And I boycott that. I understand that I can talk, I can tell you that I have a problem without being upset. Mm -hmm. I can pull you to the side. I don't have to embarrass you. Mm -hmm. I don't have to yell at you. I don't have to call you names. I don't have to do any of that. I can wait until the moment presents itself, the proper moment, when we can actually have the conversation and it can go the way that it should, which is me giving you understanding of my feelings and you receiving that understanding as opposed to yelling and screaming, you know? Being that you have experienced that growth, have you found that 
people that are used to being argumentative, they're like, they don't want to be around you or they don't, they're not receptive to that. Or they're like, okay, yeah, like that's, that is the better way of handling that. Or they're like, well, it's you know, very mixed. It's know, very like, mixed. <laughs> you think, I don't know who you think you is, like, because you think you better than because you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's very mixed reviews. Mm. Uh, you know, <laughs> I've had, and I don't deal with a whole lot of people. Like, mm. I refuse to argue with friends. So I'll never be in a place where mm. I'm arguing or having to do any of that with friends at this place that I'm in currently. Mm. But, you know, Dealing with somebody that I consider family, I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, hey, it's an issue. I've gotten one end, which is, like you're saying, you know, yeah, okay, okay, my bad, I understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I've gotten the complete opposite, where it's like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck <laughs> what you're talking about. Like, I've gotten both. I don't give a fuck because yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, like Mm. that. I've gotten both, Mm. but I mean, I got it off my chest, so. Because I don't, I've, I've, mm, I've gotten both too. Um, and when I get the what I just, you just, you're you insisting on arguing with me, and I just don't have it for you. Sometimes I have it. I don't have it. Sometimes, if I feel like it, because we're not even talk. First of all, I don't get arguing about nothing. We're not even talk. This ain't for real. Okay. Second of all, I don't have it because I don't. I don't want to say like I don't care, but I, I don't care to do that. I can raise my blood pressure, raise my voice, and talk to you crazy. Because baby, when I argue, like my mouth is cold or crazy, like, and I just don't want that. Takes a that's a different side of me that I have to pull out. And I just try to maneuver, like move with love and light. That that side don't even really get to pop out like that. Even so, like you ever be talking to somebody or out and about, and you just you know just in your vibe, you having a good time, or you just around friends or family, and like you feel some sh- like somebody say something shady, and you don't even catch it until you run it back like later yeah. on when you sit and it's like, well shit, I was just. Uh-huh. I was just having a good old time, and that motherfucker <laughs> really tried to like play with me. Speaking and clock on in my face, huh? <laughs> right? <laughs> I'd be mad at that because it's like I don't, I don't even. I'm not the sitting only, on ready. Like I'm not ready. Yeah, the only it. thing that makes me mad about like that does happen to me, mm-hmm. and the only part of that that upsets me that really butters my biscuits. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that I know I would have had a comeback. That Ooh, uh, that's what's upsetting. Like, I don't care that she said it. I just know I would have got you. If I'd have if I'd caught if it in I the moment, caught it. I'd have got you. That's the upsetting part. Yeah. So now when you see that person, you just. No. When I see that person, no. I'm just. What? I'm ready. Say, oh, yeah. If you yeah. say something yeah, slick, baby, I'm slick. But the next time I see you, if we good, we good. I mean, we're I good. No, we're good until, you know what I'm saying? You start, yeah. You open but up I'm saying even mouth. after that, like, I've learned to drop the bullet out of the chamber. Like, I've officially dropped that. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to keep one in the chamber for a minute. I used to keep a bullet in the chamber just in case. Mm-hmm. 
I let it go. I dropped it out. I'll fill it up when I need it. Because I don't want I don't I'll get you. If I like I said, if I can if I hear it, I'll get you. That's what I'm saying. So now you now you see where that person is coming but, from and where it could go. But yeah, like I I got one for you. Yeah. But I'm not gonna wait for it. No, I'm not waiting for it, but I'm I'm Because I'm gonna give you the benefit of I'm this. more I'm more aware that I, that's the type of time you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So, actually, do you value people for real? Do you think people value people? Like, do you think we truly, as I don't. a people, I don't. appreciate and value people and what they bring to any situation? Or just being, showing about themselves? I don't. I think people love people. Mm. I don't think people value each other. Mm. I think people value each other once we're dead and gone. I think that's where the term give me your flowers mm. one we're here. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's what I mean. I think people value actual physical people, other people, for as much as they need support. You know, myself included at times. Like, I think people, and I don't mean, like, in a, you know, in regards to finances or anything like that. I mean, like, if you're my person that, if you're my mother and I depend on you to give me love and give me that, and I just need that every so often, that's what I'm depending on you for. That's, you know, as far as I, you know, appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Until I know that I should appreciate you all the way around. I feel I feel like that's in general what happens. I feel like I'm trying. I feel like, you know, people try to. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard though. It is. I think it's hard to make people feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. I think that's the hard part. In their way they yeah. see the way appreciation. That you, the way that you want them to feel. So if I'm saying I want you to feel how much I appreciate you, and I, I feel it. I want you to feel it the same way I feel it. And the way that I would feel it is if somebody did this or said this or whatever the case is. And then and, that's temporary, right? Until well, when you do something or you say something or you make that person feel good and may feel valued, and then it's gone, and then it's like you have to do that again. Well, the you know, thing not is, but that's not making someone feel valued. The thing is, like that's making some giving someone giving someone something that they appreciate, like that's giving them something to appreciate about you or from you. But I mean, I want you to feel the value that I'm trying to give you as opposed to what you need to feel valued. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So you're trying to make me feel what your interpretation of value, value is. is. And my interpretation is completely different. Again, you're speaking from my mm-hmm. I'm speaking my mind. That's why I say it's. I think it's hard to make somebody feel valued. Valued. I think that's harder than feeling valued. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like in regards to feeling valued versus making someone feel valued, I think that's the harder job. Well, you have to feel valued, right? Like you have. So you have to understand that the intention behind this relationship with this other person makes me feel valued because of how our relationship is, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I just mean in the sense of like if somebody doesn't feel valued or doesn't know whether you value them, mm-hmm. it's I think it's the job of making them feel that value is going to be harder than feeling valued. You know what I mean? 
like what if I, you know, I feel like well, people, that's an interpretation, yeah, right? I, I, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like, like example, I feel like my one of my problems is I have a hard time showing appreciation mm-hmm. in regards to like say if you give me a gift and showing like I love this, I appreciate it so much, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to give that. Mm. You know, I'm very like, oh, thank you. I, I, in my head, it's like, I like it. I love it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what I'm, if I'm supposed to do a cartwheel or like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do to show it. Mm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, so that's hard for me. So in regards to that, if I don't But know what is that? What? That I don't What know. is that? Like, you think that you're like, like, okay, in your mind... You're like, oh my gosh, like this is so great. Like, thank you for thinking of me and just, making, you know, I feel it just appreciated. Right. And then when you, when it comes out, it's like, thanks. Okay. That's nice. It's not that dry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it just doesn't translate. Like, I honestly don't realize it. Like, you don't realize, you know, what your whole body language is most of the time until somebody points it out to you. You know what I mean? So. In my head, considering that it sounds like that in your head, you assume that's how it's coming out. Because I and I and I asked that and I elaborate on that because I, you know, I've experienced you, but I also have been told like, well, like you're kind of, kind of a bitch. You are. Like or you're kind of no, like for me, like uh-huh. you're, you're, you're you're you know yeah. very can be dry at times. Yeah. And you and the person on the other end can be like, well, she's like, do you? It can just be interpreted however they your mind wants to take it. Do you like it? Because yeah. like you really didn't show anything, you know? Yeah, but what do I do? Right. Pussy pop? So maybe. I, I don't know. And do there's that. nothing wrong with you inside the pussy pop. If I was a pussy popper, I would gladly, but I'm not. I'm not a cartwheeler. I'm not a you've never seen me jump up and yell never. and scream in enthusiasm. Like maybe, I'm just maybe. For me did like. Oh yeah, maybe then. Maybe when at the con at the concert, not just because. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm just like I I'm just not that person. Like I don't have a switch that turns on the cartoon character. Like I feel like people have this expectation from me. I don't think I'm funny, but I sometimes hear that things that I say are funny, mm-hmm. and they think that I mean like I I'm not funny. I just say things that sometimes people make people laugh. You know. I'm not funny. You just thought that was funny. But people think... But I think you're a lot of things. And I don't think that you really... People think I have a switch that turns on. I don't think you really are... are, You you live in your head. I don't think you really are aware of... Maybe you are. But I don't think you are aware of like, yeah, you're funny. Well, maybe... I know. Like, I, I know. Like, I think I'm hilarious. I know. I, I, to myself, I'm hilarious. Mm-hmm. I Like, not that I'm just, like, undercut. I'm just saying, like, I'm not funny. I just be saying stuff that mm-hmm. people just laugh you're at. You're funny. Sometimes. You're dry. You're, you know. I think because I'm dry, people think it's funny. Like, I Sarcastic. think it all has, mm-hmm. it's all intertwined mm-hmm. together. I don't know. But that being, like, I, I don't, like, I'm, I'm not going to turn up because you bought me a great gift. Like, I'm, I'm appreciative. I'm thankful. But I'm not going to do something I don't normally do. <laughs> got it. You know? Got it, got it. Like, I, like, anything else that I could do, anything that I could say that I know is going to translate to you, my appreciation, I would gladly, but I'm not going to, like, put on a show. 
I'm not gonna draw a distinction there, but let me say it that way. Like, I don't like people looking at your painting and being like, really? Yeah, somebody came. This is like my, I think my 21st birthday. And, or maybe like my 20th or something. But somebody like saying happy birthday, like one of my friends at our, my dinner, mm-hmm. saying happy birthday to me. Like the whole thing. you didn't thing. like that? What do you do while somebody is singing? You like vibe with it, you know? Yeah, duh. What did you do? <laughs> you just clapped this yeah, like that. Yeah, <laughs> how do you vibe to Happy Birthday? Like a 45 second song. Like, what do I do this whole time? And he was like singing it, like, not like Happy Birthday. Mm-hmm. No, no, he was like singing, like vibrato and everything. Mm-hmm. He thought I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I wasn't. But no, he was like singing, singing. And people will record, like, what do I do? I don't like being, you just spoke about my Instagram. I don't take photos. I don't like pictures. So you would never have like a, a birthday party? I would, but I don't want it to be all eyes on me. That's what it is. I mean, we're, we're going to be here to enjoy and have a good time and celebrate you, but like, <laughs> Why are you making that face? What, you want to put the spotlight on me in the middle of the dance floor? No. Yeah, no. like that's the joy of it. It's your day. I wouldn't even do a first dance at my wedding. Wow. No, absolutely not. Wow. Unless everybody did it. Wow. No, no. Really? Really. You want me to stand up here for how many years? It's Doing about what? you. Dancing? You want me to dance in front of how many people for five minutes? No. No, I'm not doing it. (laughs) Absolutely not. Wow. I would never, ever, ever in my life, never in my life would I ever do that. Never. Huh. Not even then would I. Never. (laughs) Huh. That's very, I learned something new today. I feel like you would. I feel like you would do like a little sexy dance and everything. You are one hundred percent incorrect. <laughs> I would never. No, no, no. Wow. I probably, if it wasn't for the sake of it being the wedding, I probably wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm like just come somewhere. to the party. It's a party. Yeah, just come. Yeah. Oh my god. I wear a great, great outfit. Like I wear a great outfit. Hmm. You guys can get me cutting the cake. That's where I draw the line. I had my 32nd birthday. And it was like formal. And I feel like I didn't get enough of all eyes on me. Like, I need to do that. I need to run that back. Yeah, like I'm gonna do another party, and like my entrance is gonna be like grand because I don't feel like enough eyes were on me when I walked in. I'm also the person who leaves the party without saying like, (laughs) 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 and that's rude. That is so rude. It's so embarrassing. It's so rude. It's so embarrassing. What is embarrassing to say goodbye? Thank you. If it's more than just, like, if I'm at your house, obviously. No, but, like, the shindig, you're just going to slip out? I'm slipping, sliding (laughs) to the house. Take me to the house. What is that? I just don't need any attention.
attention. I'm it's gonna, not attention. It's not attention. I mean, it's six people, eight people I gotta say goodbye to. And that's another thing from my childhood I'm scorned about. What? Sitting in a church parking lot for two hours after church. Have a good day. Yeah. Say bye. the absolute most that this has given us. <laughs> one hello and one goodbye. Who is it? You didn't hear? You didn't hear? I don't know. You did? Who is it? Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> you know what's the worst? <laughs> what? Having been treated to lunch before by strangers. Like, at a family dinner. Like, like a friend. Who? Like a friend. Like, not like okay. a significant other, mm-hmm. but like a friend. Like, oh, this is my cousin. This is my friend. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like, you get one. Everybody. Is, is your family, like, looking? Like, waiting on, like, who this, who this? Well, I mean, they're going to be wondering, but they're not going to be stop the record. Because my family is like, ah! Like, yeah. by that time, it's like, Yeah, you no, know, they're going to be welcoming, but like, they're going to wonder, like, at some point, somebody has to say something. They're going to ask you 110 questions, yeah. like, you know, what good No, stuff. they'll probably, I mean, before... If I wasn't to walk in and introduce a friend, they would ask before I had a chance to be like, oh, okay. And who are you? Oh, okay. It's somebody. Anybody. Are you saying by the name from your family? From the trees of your... I'm trying to die. I'm scared. Of what? Is there a smell-o? <laughs> no. They're officially not LA people anymore. So is it like... I don't know. LA people have a connection. They're totally so. Everybody in my family. I'm the only non-social person mm-hmm. in my fucking family. Mm-hmm. Everybody in my family is social. Everybody goes. To and Starbucks. then I'm chocolate. Do you have chocolate people in your family? Um, my brother and I. That's what. And you're not even chocolate. You're like brown skin. Like I'm like, who the fuck is this chocolate dark skin? No, but every, I mean, like, there are people in the my immediate no, but like. They're, like, my cousins and stuff, like, they're dark, brown-skinned. They don't look like they're brown. They're not chocolate. I've already experienced the level of colorism that I don't want to experience again. Because, listen, if you're as chocolate as it gets, I don't need you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with the one who's so chocolate. Just like the South. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love being the the chocolatest one in the room. So what's the moral of this story, Prince Ali? What are we going to leave our listeners with today? I don't know. Put that on the spot. Um, We're going to leave them with Rihanna could have gave us a little bit more. No. She could have gave We're us a little bit more. We're not doing that. She could have gave us a little bit not more. Not at all. I object. Or she could have postponed. I object. She could have postponed. No. Or she did her big one as far as I'm concerned. She could have gave us some arm movement. She didn't even give us that. She did what she said. Yeah, that was <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> Listen, this I feel like she knew what she was getting herself into. She did not execute. What if she just accidentally got pregnant? That's I'm not holding that against okay. her. Okay. Well that's probably part of the reason why she didn't get yeah. Why, 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 why? 
I just want to say Beyonce took out the whole two hours and just said, "Okay." And <laughs> she could have did thirteen minutes. And she did seven. <laughs> oh well, see, and she cut it short. Anywho, I just want the congregations to know that whatever you deem as a healthy relationship, nurture that, right? Cherish that. And anything unhealthy and that doesn't serve you, get it the fuck from around you, okay? Because we'll need none of that. That's life. But, you know, we're humans. We have amazing brains. Do you know how many people speak multiple languages? Learn to speak your love language. Mm-hmm. Learn your love language. It's a very vast. Yeah. Do all of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My thing is, I appreciate communication. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you talking to me mm-hmm. in the moment as opposed to mm-hmm. talking to me or yelling at me. I love that. talking. Yeah. You can I, talk my jaws off. I, I love it. I Fuck love my it. mind. Yeah. Bring the body home. y'all well thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of ghetto ungodly if y'all want to keep the conversation going make sure y'all go to our instagram page it has not changed it's ghetto and godly and once again i'm your favorite host auntie mimi and we have prince Kyrie on with me mm-hmm. and just remember to always just be good to yourself and one another until next time congregation Bye-bye. <laughs>